First and 30 Podcast. The podcast brings you the cliff notes of all the NFL news and notes without all the bullshit. Today is Sunday, August 7th, 2022. Oh boy, we're fucking getting there. We're at just about a couple days over a month until football starts. We've got five more Sundays. Five Sundays from now, actually, we'll be sitting here watching Sunday Night Football. Oh my god, I'm so fucking stoked. My boys, how you doing tonight? We're talking... Fucking NFC South, Drew. This is your your fucking boys' division. How excited are you to talk about this tonight? And how was your week? I am very, very excited. My my level of, of excitement is very high. It might be higher than you right now, but <laughs> I am uh, I'm stoked about this division, um, especially the Saints um, and and the Bucks, obviously. But uh, yeah, this is my this is my team with with, with Brady. I just love. Love this team that they compiled. All the news that keeps coming out of this camp is exciting. Hell and I'm yeah, just man. excited to talk about it tonight. Hell yeah, me too, man. I'm fucking so stoked to talk about it. I'm like, I am fucking so hyped. I Like, before we got uh, recording, I was fucking just like pacing around, getting ready to fucking talk about this, because that's how excited I am for the NFC South. This is going to be fun as shit. Keith, how was your week? How the fuck you been? And are you ready to talk some ball? Always ready, man. Always Hell ready. Hell yeah, man. I'm excited to see what uh, Drew has to think about Tom Brady and the Bucks. Hell yeah. And then uh, all these other lightweights in the division, lighter than these Bud Lights I'm putting down. <laughs> uh, and Tom Brady pound them as fast as I can. We'll see. Yes. But, yes. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good week. We got the, the first preseason game, Hall of Fame game, out of the way. Yep. No major injuries, which was good. Uh, I think everyone was happy with that except for maybe Josh Jacobs. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Josh Jacobs may not be super stoked about playing in that game. Um, yeah, it was it was good to get uh, the football feeling back in the air. Uh, you know, hearing Chris Collinsworth talking and having Tariko, you know, it really got you excited. I'm fucking, I'm I'm so ready for for what's coming down the pike, and we've got a lot to get to for our news and notes uh, to start the week off right after this. Bounce. If you got my fucking back, then just say Hell yeah You're down with me and my team Hell yeah You're fucking sick of the scene Hell yeah Cause nothing is what it's Alright, so uh, some news and notes before we get into the NFC South tonight um, If you have been living under a rock, you wouldn't know that uh, the NFL is now uh, appealing to Deshaun Watson ruling, even though they already, the whole purpose of having that lady, the independent person, <laughs> make the decision, they still decided to appeal anyway, so they're appealing themselves. Great job, NFL. Um, Kareem Hunt no longer wants to be a part of the shit show of the Browns. Um, he's requested a trade. The Browns told him to go fuck himself, so he is stuck in uh, Cleveland for the time being. Um, Matt Stafford has a nagging elbow injury. So uh, some bad news if you're if you t- buy into preseason elbow injuries, but um, hopefully Stafford starts to get on the mend. Aaron Rodgers uh, admitted on a podcast that he took hallucinogens, and that's what helped helped him win an MVP award. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> NFL not coming after him for anything with that. So interesting how the NFL handles that. Um, the Cardinals running back coach James Saxon placed on leave for domestic battery charges. Um, it seems like there's bad juju around the Cardinals. Like, it, there's not a lot, there has not been any good news that has come from the Cardinals at all so far this offseason. So that kind of, something to think about there. 
Um, the Raiders say they aren't trying to trade away Josh Jacobs, even though they had him starting in uh, the Hall of Fame game on Thursday night. Um, so that's kind of interesting what uh, McDaniels is doing there. J.K. Dobbins is being evaluated tomorrow to see if he's going to be coming back uh, from the physically unable to perform list. Um, the Panthers are waiting for at least the second preseason game after they play the Patriots before they're going to decide on who their quarterback is. And staying in the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons signed Abdullah Anderson to the bolster their D-line, and that's who we're going to be starting with tonight. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC South division. This division... Um, it looks like it's going to be a pretty easy ride for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because um, you've got the Falcons coming in. They're plus 3,500 to win the division, so Vegas doesn't like their chances. When you look at their team roster, it's pretty fucking weird. It's Marcus Mariota, who hasn't started a game in uh, like three or four years. Um you have a bunch of young wide receivers. You have a wide receiver, Cordero Patterson, playing running back still. Like, that wasn't just uh, for fun and games. They're still sticking with that. So the Falcons are such a weird-looking team on paper. I have no idea what's going to happen with it because, I mean, they've got these young receivers, and I feel like Drake London and Kyle Pitts are going to get a fucking million targets because Marcus Mariota, at least the last time I saw him playing consistently on the Titans, he has two dudes he'll throw to. He'll throw to one receiver, and he'll throw to a tight end. You know, it was John O. Smith and Corey Davis when he was on the Titans, and that's what I think is going to happen here. I think he's going to be going to Kyle Pitts and uh, Drake London a lot. I think um, – I, I don't know. It's just this seems like it's going to be a really weird team, and their defense is pretty weak and is not going to be able to hold leads. What's new with the Falcons? But um, I don't see this team being great, but I think they're going to be fun to watch in a way. Like, I'm actually kind of excited to turn on Falcons games, see if Mariota can revive his career. I mean, between him and Matt Ryan, it's a completely different um, layout for this team. He's back with his boy from back when he was in Tennessee, uh, Arthur Smith. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think this team's going to go 8-9, and nine, but I'm excited to tune into some, uh, some of their games. Keith? What do you feel when you look at this team? I mean, it, it's just like it's bonkers how they're put together. What do you think? Yeah, so, Drew, how long has it been since the Patriots beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl? Uh, it's been a while now. Yeah, so 2016? They, they basically, I feel like they've been rebuilding ever since that happened. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what, you, that's what I see, at least when I look at this team. There's been a ton of changes. Matt Ryan is gone. You've got Calvin Ridley who was suspended for the entire year for yep. gambling on his own team. Um, Russell Gage was traded to the Bucks. They did add Drake London and Tyler Allgaier. I believe that's how you pronounce his name in the draft. Um, you've still got Kyle Pitts there. So a lot of exciting pieces offensively, I think, young guys coming up, um, especially after you get Ridley returning to the lineup next year. But yep. um, looks like we're going to get Mariota to start this year. We might see Desmond Ritter at some point, who they also picked up in the draft. Um, I just they're gonna have to find some sort of a, a run game I think to to you know hold up Mariota in this offense they they struck on something that they just could not get away from last year which was running the ball you already mentioned with Cordero Patterson <laughs> yep. I fucking hate that guy uh, I don't I don't I don't see him handling that kind of a load again this year and and you already mentioned the defense that I mean they gave up 27 points a game last year been a weakness for them for a long time um i think it's going to continue again this year but uh, i like some of the moves they've made some of the players that they've added definitely some exciting guys on offense and and i think i 
I kind of like Arthur Smith as an offensive guy. I think he did a really good job in Tennessee. Um, it's a little early to kind of judge him on what he's done so far with what they have here in Atlanta. Um, I just think they're definitely going to need some time to keep building this thing and definitely looking beyond this year. Uh, I don't see a whole lot of them out of them this year, but a couple guys that, that could be exciting for fantasy. Yeah, I think if, if nothing else, it seems like it's a it's a very wide open fantasy situation. I mean, I think any one of these guys, like any one of the receivers, can can potentially go off this season. Who knows? Brian Edwards comes over from Vegas, so yeah. I mean, they they've got a really. It's just I don't know. I just keep looking at it and just think it's really weirdly constructed. Drew, do you think this team has any possibility of? writing the ship from last year. I mean, th- this team was in a lot of games last year and the past few years. If they can just find a way to hold a lead with their defense, they can really change things for their, the outcome of their season. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't think so. I think this year is a, an experimental year for them because with uh, Desmond Ritter coming in, I honestly think at some point this season, the way with Marcus Mariota's health – Let's just be honest. Mariota has yet to play a full season in the NFL. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he has not done that ever. Uh, and I don't expect that to change this year because he's going to be getting pounded. The offensive yeah. line the sucks. The line's terrible. I, it's terrible. And that was really a lot of the Achilles heel for this team and Matt Ryan. Who Matt Ryan, I, I mean, he's a good quarterback. I like him. And I'm excited about this team because we've seen Matt Ryan for years and years and years on this team and all of a sudden now he's gone and he's not going to be there anymore and so uh, I'm just super stoked about um, you know the change of quarterback and just see where we go from there Um, but I think they're in an experimental phase right now rebuilding and just seeing who their quarterback is, because I don't really think, I mean, they named Marcus Mariota right away in camp that they're going to be his quarterback, but I still don't think their whole heart is in it um, to have him at center, and I do believe they're going to move off him eventually. But um, as you guys said, alluded to, there is some interesting pieces here. I mean, Damian Williams came over. I really actually like the Brian Edwards trade. Brian Edwards um, doesn't get talked enough about. He at one point was going to be a fantasy stud for the Raiders. He has a body type that reminds me of like Terrell Owens. He's just a big bodied receiver who is tough um, to take down. He's good after the, after the catch. And I think he's going to provide some value for these guys. But the problem is, can Marcus Mariota get the ball to these guys? Yeah. Um, that's the big question. It is. It's the, it's the question that I, that I keep asking myself here because uh, I am excited about Drake London. I, I think he's having a great camp so far. They're talking him up. I do I, I do like him a lot. And I love Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is he's a receiver in a tight end's body. So there is some interesting pieces there. It's just that I don't think the defense is going to be any – they're going to be getting slaughtered, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. They're just going to be getting slaughtered. And the poor offense is going to have to just try to keep up all the time. And it's just a hard way to play football. So I don't have much faith in the Falcons this year. They went 7-10 and 10 last year. I actually think they'll go 6-11 and 11 this year. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's the, the offensive line, the biggest problem with that bad offensive line and the way the receivers are is all the receivers are slow, but they're big. Like, they've got a ton of big dudes playing receiver, and, like, Pitts is big. Like, you know, he's more of a wide receiver-shaped player than he is tight end. So, like, 
it feels like they, they could be kind of fun if Mariota can get the ball out to him. Um, Auden Tate also, I, I mean, he's big, and they, I believe they drafted him this year. So, like, I mean, they've got a lot of dudes that are um, that are just big fucking basketball players in their wide receiver core. So, yeah, it's uh, this team's definitely going to be – they're going to be weird to watch. But I'm excited to see what happens with them, and I'd like to see Mariota – turn his career around but I don't really expect to see it happen but who knows all right moving on to the Carolina Panthers the team that I was all fucking excited about last year um I am not still very I'm not as enthusiastic this year as I was last year um Mayfield I think is only a slight improvement over uh over Sam Darnold so I don't really and they don't even know if they're going to start Mayfield I think eventually he wins the job um Christian McCaffrey, I mean, this dude was a fucking monster three years ago, two years ago, and uh, he started he started getting the injury bug, and now um, I, I don't know what you expect from him, but if he can stay healthy, I mean, this team kind of has a different look. Um, the defense is still strong. Their secondary um, is is their definite the best part about their defense. And last year we kind of saw what this defense could do in the beginning of the season, and then everybody got hurt. Um, and one one of the things on their offensive side that if, depending on who their quarterback is, if they can get him the ball, Terrence Marshall Jr. showed some flashes last year early on in the season, then he kind of disappeared. I want to see what he looks like this year if Mayfield's throwing him the ball. But I don't have a ton of uh, enthusiasm about this team. I feel like they could potentially, depending on the quarterback play they ha- they get, maybe make the playoffs just because the NFC is very weak. I've got them going 9-8. and eight. I think there's going to be a slew of teams that are fighting for the 17th seed this year. I think maybe the Panthers get in there. Um, but, yeah, there's really not a lot to get excited about with this team. They've got a kind of tough schedule. Um, they play the AFC West, so uh, I don't know. I just don't have a ton of ton of excitement for the Panthers. Drew, uh, you sipped a little bit of the Panthers Kool Aid with me last year. Are you are you sipping any of it this year with Baker Mayfield? I uh, know I'm not. Um, I want to though. You know, I really <laughs> want to. I, it's like I don't know. I just always thought the Panthers were a cool team, but like I I personally think. Baker Mayfield right now is, is is the best thing that they have going. Uh, I think he's definitely better than Sam Darnold. He's definitely better than Cam Newton uh, at this stage of Cam's career. That's true. Um, so I, I, I do like that. So if it really fascinates me. I'm actually really excited to watch some of the Panthers because they have a new look. I, I'm excited about all these teams in the NFL right now that have a new look, maybe a, a, a different face to their franchise. It just, I don't know. It's I like parody, so that that's cool for me. And I do think Baker Mayfield will win out this job, and if he does, I think that really helps DJ Moore out, who's um, hasn't been able to show his true potential yet because uh, the quarterback situation just being a fucking dumpster fire. I mean, it's, it's nothing but dog water back there. So hopefully they can correct that shift. They still have Robbie Anderson, too, that can bring it deep. Yep. And as you mentioned, Terrace um, Marshall, who I, I was high on last year. In fact, I drafted him all over the place last year. Um, just thought maybe he would – I don't know. I just thought maybe he would break out a little bit. And he did show some flashes, but I'm kind of turned off on him this year. He just seems to be lost in the crowd. Um, but – 
the next guy I'd like to talk about is Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he's my number one overall in fantasy this year. I think oh, you're wow. crazy. Not, yeah, I think you're crazy not to. He's just when he is on, he is just so much better than anybody else. Um, and it's everybody been a while is, since he's been on. Well, he's been hurt the last two yep. years, and and the injuries he has though hasn't scared me off this year. They're not. They're not critical injury. There's just soft tissue. And I think he, if he can maybe work out a better practice routine or something, get on that uh, TB12 <laughs> flexibility, sh- pliability shit, maybe he'd be, he would be okay. So I'm, I'm not scared off of him this year. I think he has a lot of potential to, to come out and be raging McCaffrey again. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't mind that. But uh, I'm also excited on the other side of the ball. J.C. Horn hopefully is healthy this year. He played outstanding last year as a rookie. And i just like to see him improve this year and, and, and get him a full slate of games. So there is a lot to be excited about this team. But as you alluded to, he does have uh, – or not he, but the, Falc- uh, the Panthers do have a tough schedule. Yep. And that's I think that's what's going to really hurt them from maybe being that team that we both want to see. Uh, it, it just might be too tall of an ask. But I want to ask you guys this. Do you think, like, after this year, Matt Rule is going to start being on the hot seat? This is definitely – if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, uh, they're definitely going to be done with him, in my opinion. There's no way. There's no way he sticks with this team. What do you think, Keith? Yeah, I'd say he's probably on the hot seat right now. I mean – David Tepper, he uh, does not have a long leash, and and we've we've recognized that already at the quarterback position since he's gotten there. I mean, they're they're doing everything they can to fill that spot, and if it's somebody that, that is not filling the role, they're moving on. So um, yeah, I would definitely say he's probably on the hot seat already. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. This this team, that's that's the only reason why I feel like I you kind of have to. They're gonna have to have show some fucking heart and some fire this year, because I mean, they if uh, Matt Rule if they like Matt Rule at all, they're gonna have to show that and fight for him. Otherwise, he's he's out of there. Um, Keith, do you think do you think that they're gonna have that type of season for him, or uh, what's your thoughts on the 2022 Carolina Panthers? I don't know. I'm a little uh, surprised to see you guys being so down on him. I feel like. Uh... Bringing Baker Mayfield in there is probably a I, – I feel like it's a great upgrade over okay. Sam Darnold from last year. Okay. Um, okay. I, I think that uh, the reports so far, at least coming out of camp, have been tremendous. Uh, a lot of positivity coming out, you know, almost every day. Here's some, he's hitting somebody else on a big play, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Uh, his boy, Richard Higgins, came over there with him. Um, but I, I think that you guys kind of hit on it already. A healthy Christian McCaffrey is – the key to this team we saw it last year they started three and oh we were riding high <laughs> drinking every last drop of the kool-aid and then you know cmc got hurt against dallas and and yep. i feel like that was basically the end of their season because they weren't able to generate anything on offense after that happened yep and you know the, the offensive line um all those warts came out after he left the lineup and and this year they tried to address it. They added two guys, Austin Corbett, and they drafted Iquanu. I think those guys are going to be helpful, but it's just going to be about how fast they can come along and make an impact. But definitely a young, talented defense. I think their front seven is pretty good. Uh, you, Drew mentioned J.C. Horn on the back end. like He was lights out last year as a rookie. Uh, hopefully he's, he's back and, and healthy, ready to go. But um, 
I don't know. I, I think I have a little bit more optimism than you guys for this team. Um, I really do like the move for Baker. If him and, and Christian McCaffrey can both stay healthy, I think that this team has a pretty good chance, actually, in a weak NFC. So, um, yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit more optimistic than you guys. But, I mean, Baker was playing really well last year until he started getting hurt and then playing through all that. I mean, we saw him go toe-to-toe with Mahomes last year. I don't think that he's got probably just as good weapons on the outside here in Carolina. He doesn't have the offensive line that he had in Cleveland or the run game, but yep. um, I, I do I do like the move for him. He's a gamer. He's somebody that I would want to go to war with at least. Um, I'm, I'm hoping he can put it together. And he's, he's got kind the of, chip on his shoulder this year. Yeah, I, I hope he can start fresh here in Carolina and, and do some good things for them. I, I mean, I certainly hope that they can do that. I would love to see that. I just the thing that really makes me not so high on them, and every team in this division, they've got the AFC North and the AFC West. Uh, I mean, that's eight fucking hard teams on their schedule. Um, that's the that's the re- reason I really kind of kind of fade them a little bit, just because. I mean, Mayfield can't leave the AFC North. He's got to play all the all the teams he's already played for the past you know few years in his career. So yeah. Um, I don't know. That's the reason why I'm down on him. What do you got, Drew? Yeah, I, I agree with you. The schedule is what's is what's making me down on for me, Keith. It's just uh, I do like the, I like the roster. I like Matt Rule, and I definitely like the Baker upgrade. I, I am so uh, on board with that. And Kevin, to back to your point, when you're talking about um, just lighting a fire and getting the fire uh, burning for Matt Rule. There's nobody better right now in the NFL to do that than Baker Mayfield. That guy's a raw. He, he's a raw, raw, you know, guy. He will run down the field, raw, you know, get his teammates all riled up. So, like in in that situation, you're, I kind, think, you're kind of painting a little bit. I'm getting a little bit more excited about them uh, because of that a little bit, but except for the well, fact that those those divisions they got to go against. Right, but you know, we have we have all watched Baker for a long time. He is that dog. He is right. He, yeah, he he's is. that dog to get people excited, and 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 play hard. I mean, goddamn, all the fucking shit he went through um, last year, dude is a grinder, and I do believe that he will show that in Carolina. Whether or not it amounts to anything, that it's what we're going to have to watch and find out and see. But if you want a leader and a rah-rah guy to get behind Matt Rule and play hard for the team, Baker's their guy. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that will be interesting to see. I would I I still think because of their schedule they they they're going to be like right on that outside of the playoffs. I would love to see them. You know, you've mentioned a couple times now, Drew, on previous episodes about being battle tested. I mean, if this team does get into the playoffs, I mean, they're going to be really battle tested because they've got a lot of fucking monsters on their schedule. So, you know, it would be crazy to see if they were able to, you know, they seem like a team that could maybe catch a win streak at the right time. Like I could see them being this year's Bengals as far as an out of the out of nowhere team if if things go a certain way with Mayfield and the way it, you get a healthy Christian McCaffrey, he's a game changer. I mean, this I kind of could see that really far distant. I would love it would be awesome because with this team they've always been cool ever since they've come into the come into the league. Just uh, I don't know. I, I would love to love to see Mayfield get some success. All right. I just got really fucking excited about the Carolina Panthers there at the end. Um, So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with the Saints right after this.
All right, getting into the realistic shot to win the division, the Saints, plus 310. I forgot to mention, I think the Panthers are plus 900, so they're they're way the fuck out of it. But the Saints are plus 310. Um, there's a world where this team gets a Michael Thomas back that is the d- absolutely dirty Michael Thomas from like two or three years ago. Um, Jameis Winston still continues to cut down on his turnovers, and he starts throwing touchdown passes. I mean, Jarvis Landry comes over from the Browns. Um, I don't know how you say Olave, Chris Olave. Um, They draft him. If he turns out really good, I mean, this offense could be absolutely dirty. Um, The defense has been super strong for the past four to five years, and it's just been getting stronger and stronger and stronger. It got really strong as Drew Brees was starting to completely fall off. This that It really masked how washed up Drew Brees was the last year or two that he was in the league. So this team has everything on paper to be really good. Plus, they have um, they have the Bucks number. They have the Bucks with Brady's number. So, again, this division has a really hard schedule. So... It'll be interesting to see what can happen with the New Orleans Saints. But if anybody's going to give Brady and the Bucks and dethrone them in the division, I think it's got to be the Saints. I actually think they're going to be battling for the division with the Bucks because until they prove otherwise, they've got the Bucks in the regular season at least. Um, so I've got them going 11 and six. I think it's going to be a tight battle. Uh, Keith with this team. You, you know, you can you can you see that at all? You really got to buy into Jameis Winston, but do you see that version of this team at all? Yeah, I think the the possibility is there, and I feel like this is kind of a team going a little bit under the radar right now. Yep. Um, just with with Sean Payton leaving, I know he had to leave to go film that that movie with Netflix. I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw that or not. Yep, that's I why did, I had I like to leave. <laughs> but yeah, they they promoted. Uh, defensive coordinator Dennis Allen to that head coach position. Yep. He's been with the Saints for the last 12 seasons. The offensive coordinator stayed in place. Um, so, I mean, Peyton is a big loss there, but there's still plenty of continuity within the staff. So, I mean, Allen has head coaching experience already. He didn't last very long, but he has done it. And he stepped in for Peyton before when he was suspended and did a pretty nice job. So yep. um, you, you do have Jameis there. He's coming off the ACL injury, so we'll have to see. You know, he wasn't super mobile to begin with, so <laughs> he's I, never been he's, super mobile. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if he's gonna be missing anything there, but you know, obviously he has had issues with, let's say, accuracy in the past. <laughs> um, we've got Kamara; he's still there. You didn't even mention him with, yep. as far as weapons go. Um, so far, he's he's avoided discipline for beating the shit out of that guy the night before the Pro Bowl. Um, <laughs> that that story's been pretty quiet with everything else going on in the news right now. Yep. But uh, just want to point out, if he is suspended, Mark Ingram is going very late in fantasy picks, uh, so he might be a nice pickup for you in the late rounds. Um, but yeah, I mean. So far, everything's been good. I mean, Jameis, uh, the reports on Jameis have been good. Um, they're talking about Michael Thomas. I'm not exactly a believer in him, a guy that hasn't played in, what, three years now? Yeah, it's um, been a little while. Some of the, yeah, some of the videos coming out, I think he looks a little stiff running routes. He's kind of weak coming out of his breaks, rounding him off. But you mentioned Chris Olave, man. He has been turning some heads at camp so far. 
Um, I love him coming out of Ohio State. I think he's going to be a great weapon for this team. You mentioned Jarvis Landry already. So there are definitely weapons in this offense for Jameis to to just don't make the mistake. <laughs> Let the defense <laughs> yep. play. Don't make the mistake. Um, the don't throw, this don't throw 30 interceptions. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, maybe like 28 <laughs> will get out alive. But uh, the biggest hit was Teron Armstead. Um, he left the offensive line. He went to Miami, which definitely hurts. But I still think it's a solid unit up front there protecting Jameis. Uh, you mentioned the defense is good. It's it's a really solid roster overall, I think. Um, just need Jameis to play mistake-free football and maybe a healthy, you know, Michael Thomas. I think that would go a long way. It really would. I mean – yeah, I mean, that defense is just so gnarly, dude. Like, fuck, and, and it got stronger bringing in Matthew. Uh, like, I, I don't know. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore is still there. The defense is totally dirty, and I feel like it's it's got to be scary for a 45-year-old Tom Brady. Drew, your your boy has to go up against this team two times. You think can you, you can see why this te- team has had his number the past few seasons, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Dennis Allen certainly has been playing, um, making some great calls on the defense that really has hindered Brady and the Bucks from, you know, winning in the, in the regular season. And I definitely think that the Saints will steal one from them this year, too. I think, you know, they'll they'll tie, they'll go one-on-one uh, in the division uh, against each other. But, man, you guys are on it right now. I'm kind of disappointed because I thought – I was going to come on here and be the only one on the Saints because this is my dark horse closet team right here. Okay. Um, They're not anymore, though, because of the schedule. I think I'm going to switch it to Minnesota. But I really – the point is I really, really love this team, and I really love what they do, and I really love Chris Ovalde. I've been scooping him up in drafts everywhere. This dude is electrifying. He is one of the – probably the best – wide receiver in the draft this year in my opinion i'm just excited about this guy and i'm excited for the possibility because i just keep thinking about Jameis winston and evans and godwin and how he made both those guys very fantasy relevant he is capable of playing really really good football slings the ball around he can bomb it man and he and i just if i can get that back out of him this team is going to be filthy because I am not <laughs> it will a believer. Be, dude. It will be. It will be. I, I'm not a believer in Michael Thomas, but from what I have heard, I haven't seen much. But what I have heard in camp is that he's progressing, and he's and they're excited about him. Whether or not he looks sharp, like he said, I don't know. I haven't seen them, uh, to be honest with you. But even if Michael uh, Thomas can run those quick slants early, like he's you know, he's done his whole career. That's going to be a huge help. And Alvin Kamara, I mean, I don't think he's getting suspended. I really don't. Yeah, from I don't all think the news so at I, this point. You're right. From all, so and I'll tell you why. I want to break this down real quick. From what I have heard and what have I seen, it, it appears that they keep pushing this trial back, and it might not happen until maybe somewhere in the middle of the season, and even then it may not happen. And from what I'm hearing – that he's not going to miss any games this year. And judging by all the mock drafts that I've done, he has been going in the fifth, sixth round at the start of um, mid, mid-July. mid He is now up into the fourth, third round. 
So he's moving and he's dropping down because I think people do believe that uh, he is not going to get suspended. And I will say this. If you get him in your draft in the fourth and third round, what a steal. Yeah. Um, this guy This guy typically is a first-round pick. Yeah. He's a do-it-all running back. So I am actually on the bus, the Kamara bus right now. Uh, I definitely drafted him in a couple of my teams so far just because the value has been so good. And even though uh, they bring in Chris, I still think he's going to get some work in the run game. I think they're going to be balanced. But Dennis Allen as a head coach does worry me. I mean, that 8-28 and tenure at Oakland is terrible. That's a horrendous record. Mm-hmm. But he's a great defensive coordinator. Keith already said that they kept, they're keeping – um, their offensive coordinator, and he's been there for a while, so that's good news for this team. And getting the addition of uh, uh, Matthew is going to be huge. That defense is already dirty, and now all of a sudden you add one of the, the veteran players in the league. And what's so great about this is that guys like Matthew and guys like Cam Jordan, they're, they're veterans, so they can – have that leadership on the defense that you desperately need. Now they have not just one leader, which is usually your middle linebacker. They have three or four veterans on this defense yep. that are going to motivate all these other players. So I just I just think everything is looking up for the Saints if they can put it all together, and I'm really excited about them and also scared for my bucks uh, about them as well. Yeah, I think it's going to be they're, – they're going to be a really strong team if they can get that – gunslinging Winston and, and cut down on the turnovers. I mean, their receiving core is fucking absolutely nuts. They've got three really strong receivers, and they've got Marquez Callaway, who everybody got really excited about last year when he fucking went ape shit. And I can't remember if that was preseason Gilly. or, or Gilly. early early in the season, but he went fucking ape shit. Traquan Smith has had, had moments. So, I mean, if this team can put it all together and Winston can sling it around – I don't know. I, I think it's going to be. I think I think it is going to be a battle with them and the Bucks, especially if they continue to have the Bucks number. It's going. To, I'm excited to see this team. It's funny that we all kind of were on that on that Saints dark horse feel, you know. Um, Definitely. Definitely, and I think at plus three ten, if you if you feel like that it, that it is going to be their year, that's a fucking that's a that's that's. Not super tasty. tasty, but it's a little tasty. tasty. It's a, a little, little tasty. tasty. A little tasty because it's a lot tastier than than minus two fifty for the Bucks, and that's what the Bucks are. Um, I, I I really think that I, I, it could be a toss up this year because of that AFC AFC South, or North and AFC West that this division goes against. I think you know they don't have any real layups on the schedule, and the Bucks. It's the same thing. I mean they're. The first half of the season for the Bucks is absolutely brutal. They've got the Cowboys to start the season, then at the Saints week two, there could potentially be 0-2 to start the season, and then they host Green Bay, host Kansas City. I mean, wouldn't it be fucking ridiculous to see them sitting at 0-4 in some fucking crazy world? I don't really see it happening, but that's a tough fucking first four games. And then they've also got on their schedule the Rams, uh, Baltimore, the Saints again, the Niners, the Bengals. I mean, this team, it's not going to be a fucking easy ride. It's nothing like those old AFC East days for Tom Brady just fucking walking through a bunch of terrible teams and the Jets and, like, the fucking terrible Dolphins back in the day. Like, he, he doesn't have a fucking cakewalk this year, and it's not going to be a fun, fun year for him, I don't think. I, I mean, is this finally the season where the age 
finally is there with Tom Brady. I think I, I don't think it's like it seems weird to try and call that out as like nobody's saying it, but the dude is 45. Is, eventually, is it going to catch up with him? Is TB12 always is is TB12 really really that that good that a 45 year old nobody's saying like it, is 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 it the end for Brady? But I don't know. I mean, you, you've got Julio Jones coming in. He looked like garbage last year, but I'm sure with the luck of Tom Brady, Julio is going to go back to form in this team. I, I, I don't know that that brutal start of the schedule. I think they go 11 and six. I, I've got them. I don't have him missing the playoffs, but there's just a twinge of maybe you could see like it starting off and roll like roll really downhill after those first four games. I don't see it. I think they're going to start off. It's going to be kind of questionable just because of their their schedule. The second half of the season, they kind of it kind of gets a little bit easier for them. But that schedule is brutal. Drew, do you feel any nerves about your boy Brady in, in his year that he's 45 years old? Uh, I've, not for Brady. I, I, Brady, he's an anomaly. Uh, he is, uh, you, you just can't, <laughs> you can't put your finger on him. And that's why fucking Max Kellerman is, you know, doing what he's doing right now. He's Brady buried him in some podcast level type of stuff. And he's no longer, <laughs> he's no longer with Stephen A. So that didn't work out so well with this clip prediction. Cause the man just keeps showing out. That's he is true. so dedicated to the sport of football uh, it, it's just unreal. And so he does not give me any nerves. Do the Bucks give me nerves? Yeah, that schedule is... It's dirty, man. It's dirty. It's it's a real challenge. But I will say this, because I'm an optimistic kind of guy, glass half full kind of guy. I will say this. They make the playoffs, watch the fuck out. True. Because True. Ba- I we've talked about it. You just mentioned it this, this podcast. Battle-tested. They will be battle-tested if they come, come through that gauntlet of teams. And um, so that's, like, the positive side of all that. But it does make me nervous. That is um, a very tough schedule. Brady's going to have to get all these boys on cue because I don't think Godwin's going to be there fully at 100% that he's making great progress so far. Um, but there is a lot of exciting players on this team. Oh, my God. If you go through this roster, it is fucking awesome, uh, especially on, on the off- offensive side of the ball between Mike Evans, Godwin, Julio Jones. Uh, you have uh, Randolph that came from – Yeah, Kyle, uh, Kyle Rudolph coming in. Kyle Rudolph, yeah, sorry. Minnesota. Yep. Yeah, Minnesota. Um, you have Scotty Miller and, and Darden – trying to make the roster who are a little speedsters. You still have uh, Rashad um, Perryman there, who's a burner. Uh, I remember when he was a 99 on Madden. I used to always scoop him up. That was fun. So he's a burner. They still have um, Tyler, uh, who made some really great catches down the the stretch in that um, playoff Super Bowl run for them. So they just have so much depth in the offensive side of the ball. And the guy I'm really excited about is Rashad White. I don't know if you all know about Rashad White from Arizona State with my boy Hermie. He got, he's out there working them. And um, this guy is going to be really, really special. He's going to back up um, Leonard Fournette. If Leonard Fournette goes down, he's going to be a great add in fantasy. Uh, you can scoop him late in drafts. But this dude is like a little Barry Sanders with, with great hands. Um, he just gets open. 
Um, he's a great, I mean, great receiving running back. He's probably the best in the entire class this year. Um, so he has a potential to be really, really freaking good. And Brady loves um, to throw to running backs. Loves it, man. And I'm so I'm super excited to watch him. I, I'm definitely going to see him in preseason. You guys got to check him out. He's going to be awesome. The thing that makes me nervous, and I'm sure you guys will go into this as well, is that their offensive line is a little beat up right now. Ryan yep. Jensen, their center, who is Brady's boy, um, has has gone out with the undisclosed knee injury that we think is going to be a lot of time. End of November, December is what I'm hearing. So. They have to fill that role right now. They're trying to fill the role of the left tackle. They're having a literally tryout in camp just for the left tackle. Um, so I'm super worried about that. But Shaq Mason, my boy from New England, came down, and he's going to be really, really good for Brady in that line. So if they can just work as a unit and get that shirt up, I have a lot of faith in the Bucks. And then on the other side of the ball, they brought in Logan Ryan, uh, we'll see what he has at the end of his career, but I love yep. Logan Ryan, Patriots, go Pats. Um, so that that's really exciting as well. And But I need Devin, Devin White to step up this year. But they also brought in, oh, man, I'm really excited about this guy. Akeem Nix is replacing Domica Sue on that defensive line, and I think that was a great pickup. Akeem Nix is fucking dirty, man. He is great, uh, and if he can get back to form – Oh uh, boy, the Bucks could be really, really, really good, and I see why they're favored to win the NFC outright. Um, but I just, um, I'm, I'm worried about this schedule for sure. They're going to have a very tough go at it, and I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to see a bunch of games like Week Three against the Rams last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think teams are still viewing this team as the favorite, even though they didn't. Uh, I think there's more respect for the Bucks than there is for the Rams, honestly, from other teams in the yeah. NFC. And I think they're going to continue to have that this year. Um, the defense, another person that I'm kind of excited to, to see on that D, uh, that Joe Tryon Shoyanka. I don't yeah. know how to say his fucking name, but he was, yeah. he was absolutely fucking nasty in a preseason game last year. He didn't really get to play a ton during the season, but... Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see him fucking running around like crazy on this D. I feel like as an edge rusher, he could be could be really fun to watch. Keith, um, where do you land on the Bucks? I mean, the schedule's really tough, but I, I don't know. I, I just think that uh, Drew really makes a good point. As long as they can make it to the dance, and I think in the NFC, they certainly have that chance. They could be, could be kind of deadly. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I don't know if you guys left any meat on the bone for me here to talk about the Bucks. <laughs> but, uh... No, I'm just going to run down through. I mean, if you're if you're reading all the headlines so far through the off season, uh, the outlook for the Bucks is terrible. I mean, Bruce Arians is gone. Yep. Gronk is gone. Brady retired, 45 years old, comes back. Uh, Leonard Fournette comes in at 337 pounds. <laughs> He's fat. Uh, <laughs> you've got Godwin coming off the ACL. Pro Bowl center Ryan Jensen possibly lost for the year. We don't know yet, which is kind of weird that that news has not come out yet. Yep. Um, guard Alex Kappa yeah. gone guard Ali Marpet retired I mean and we all know the way to get to Brady is in his face yep. so that is the three guys that he was lined up behind last year right up the middle uh, they did bring in Shaq Mason so it's going to help alleviate that a little bit but um, now Mike Evans hamstring injury um, he does that every year so yep. I'm not too concerned about that but 
Um, yeah, I mean, Brady at 45, still easily the best quarterback in this division. Um, anybody's going to overcome any of those issues. It's him. They did add Russell Gage as well in free agency. So that that wide receiver core is just absolutely stacked top to bottom um, with or without a healthy uh, Godwin. So I'm not too worried about that. Cameron Brate, he's proved to be a competent tight end. They added Kyle Rudolph like you guys talked about. Um, Fournette's weight is back down reportedly. So, I mean, all these things that everyone's so worried about, it's kind of coming back down to earth a little bit. Um, but I think – as far as battle-tested and having experience, this team in this division is probably, I mean, they're going to be there in the end, right? Yeah. It's not going to be maybe as easy as we had thought or maybe as easy as the last couple of years, but they're going to be there in the end. And I don't think that betting against Tom Brady is a very profitable plan, so I'm not going to be doing that this year. Yeah, you know, I think that, like you said, they they will be in there at the end. I think the division they probably end up winning it. I, I've got them going at 11-6 and six also, but I, I don't know. We'll see how the, the tiebreakers shake out. It's funny. When we go back and look at this, I'm going to have like a ton of teams that are 11-6 because I feel like that's what I've done with a lot of the teams in the division so far, at least the ones that I think are going to win the divisions. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like you said, you've said it multiple times, and many times since we've been doing this podcast, it's never good to bet against Tom Brady. And, you know, why start now? Yeah, ask me how I know, Kevin. How do you know? How do <laughs> you know? It doesn't work, man. It just doesn't, doesn't work. work. It doesn't work. You may, you, but um, it's definitely it's not not a very profitable profitable thing at all. All right, um, let's take a quick break, and we're going to be back with studs and duds for the division, the dudes that we're going to be going after, and the dudes that we're going to be staying away from right after this. It's getting late. We gotta all get to bed and get to work tomorrow morning. But um, fancy studs and duds, studs and duds of the division. Who is the person that you guys are going to be looking for in drafts? Drew, you can start off with your stud from the NFC South division. Who are you gonna be focused on? Who are you trying to get on all your teams? Yeah. So for me, that guy right now um, is just he's a he's a late round pick. I like to do my my studs that way. It's too easy pickings picking from the you know early part of drafts. But this is a guy that I just talked about uh, on the Bucks right now is Rashad White. I've really been picking him up in a lot of drafts just because um, if uh, Leonard Fournette gets dinged at all, Rashad White is going to be the guy in Tampa. The guy is an amazing pass catcher, and we all know how many targets Brady likes to give his running backs uh, throughout the game. He can do anywhere from 6 to 10. Uh, at that point, with Rashad Wright uh, running the ball and also catching the ball, he just becomes an, uh, an instant playmaker on your fantasy team, and I've been picking him up cheap in fantasy drafts this year. I like it. I like it. Keith, who are you going with as your stud for the NFC South? Yeah, we mentioned him a little bit ago. Uh, wide receiver Chris Olave for the Saints going off the board right now. Wide receiver 45, 8th, ninth round, somewhere in there. Um, I just, it's for me, I don't have a whole lot of faith in Michael Thomas being there for them uh, the entire season. And I think that just a lot of the videos I've seen coming out of camp, he, this guy runs a 4 3 9 40. The dude is separating like crazy. 
I think for a quarterback like Jameis, I think that separation is so key. And we've seen Jameis. Jameis has supported two top receivers in fantasy several times when he was with the Bucks. So um, even even if Michael Thomas is there, I think there's enough meat on the bone for Alave to get that as well. And and just going that late in in the draft and just not having that faith in Michael Thomas to be able to maybe possibly take this team's wide receiver one that late. Uh, I love the pick. Yeah, I, I like that pick as well. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to be going Drake London. I think that I, I'm just looking at this from a pure volume standpoint, and I feel like the Falcons are going to be behind in a lot of games. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Somebody's going to be have to have to be getting all those targets. Drake London's a big dude. He's kind of slow, but I feel like just the volume of targets this team's going to be throwing. They don't have a traditional running back. They're going to be they're going to be a weird offensive team. I think they're going to be playing from behind a lot. So I think just the amount of targets you could be getting for a late a late round pick in Drake London, I think that you could get nice value there. All right, duds. Who are the dudes that either you don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole or a person that's going to be you know like a high round pick that you don't think's going to live up to that? Keith, who is your dud? Yeah, people probably not going to like this one. I know Drew's not going to like this one, but uh, Christian McCaffrey, number two overall pick in fantasy right now. This guy has been absolutely MIA the last two years. And to just use that type of draft capital on a guy that I can't trust. um, I mean, the guy, he's he's a cheat code when he plays with all the receptions and all that good stuff. and, And we know what he means to that Panthers offense, but to just trust in the fact that he's going to be there for the entire season, I can't do it. I'm not there with him. I've never been a Christian McCaffrey guy. Um, I'm not going to start doing it this year. My goal in the first round is to make sure that I don't fuck up. And, <laughs> and he's a, picking, he, he's really in that like mold. Yeah, I don't I don't want to have to make my my season like. You know what I mean? Like that game-winning pick at second overall. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to win the draft with the second pick in the draft. You win it throughout. Just don't lose it in the first round, and that's why I'm staying away from Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he certainly has had the track record the past couple of years as as a person that could really fuck you, bend you over a barrel, and fuck just fucking ram it. Yeah. Um. He's he's uh. I, I, I'm with you on that a little bit. I want to see him fucking go off this year. I, I like. I'm a Christian McCaffrey lover. I like him, but I feel like, you know, multiple years with that. One, it's, you know, he seems like one a good candidate for like once the injury bug hits, it just keeps coming and coming. And that's kind of where I'm at with him as well. So I really like that dud, Drew. Who is your dud in the NFC South? Yeah, for me, it's going to be NFL's darling. Um, which has last year, which was Cordell Patterson. Um, he had such a tremendous season last year playing that hybrid role, uh, but he had Matt Ryan throwing him the ball, and um, they used him a lot. And I just don't think this year, uh, with them drafting uh, Tyler Algier, uh, I, I don't think they're looking for him as a future uh, in, that, in, that, um, in that team. And I just think that he's going to kind of not get as many targets as as he was getting, or or be utilized like he was. Uh, I think his role is going to sh- is going to shift a little bit this year, and I don't believe um, he'll finish like he did last year. I mean, he, this guy was you know top twenty at the end of the season, and he just he, he really shelled out. But I, I just don't see him this year getting there. 
And so I'm not I'm not drafting him. Instead, I'll, I would draft like Ramondre Stevenson, which is going right around that time. I also like Tony Pollard, who's right there. I like Daryl Henderson, who is right there. So there's just a lot of core, uh, other running backs in that general area where he's being drafted that just, I don't know, just turns me away. I just I don't think he can do it back-to-back years. I definitely can. I mean, he he's – was completely irrelevant for like five or six years in his career and then all of a sudden uh right. went off so I, I mean there's something to that like it's PEDs. not like he just <laughs> maybe peds i don't know who knows but um but yeah my dud this i don't think really think he's gonna have a dud of a season i just don't really like players like this and it's mike evans for me i hate players that are it seems like they have games where they go off like crazy and it's like Man, this dude's awesome, and then they have so many weeks where it's it, they have nothing, just complete drop off. There's no consistent like you know he's going to eat every week type games, and that's I hate drafting high and taking a dude like that. I mean, like Mike Evans is is when he goes off, he goes off, but I just hate playing that fucking guessing game. Um, so I, I, Mike Evans is my dud. I, w- I don't won't draft him at all in any of my teams just because I, I hate having players like that in fantasy. I think it's. Too too hard to try and figure out when your when that lottery tick hit is gonna gonna hit. So I, I don't I'm staying away from him. All right, we've got five weeks left. We've got four divisions or five divisions. How many do we have left? Three divisions. We've got three divisions left. The AFC South next next week, and then we've got the Western division. So we've got three divisions left. We've um, this summer's gonna be winding down, and we're getting closer and closer to this season. I'm excited as hell. Um, I think this is going to be a fun division with some interesting teams in it. I'm really fucking stoked to get get more football this week. We've got preseason football that coming up this week. Um, seeing some of these rookies get out there and play, I'm super fucking stoked. Drew, what do you have to say before we get out of here tonight? I, re- I would like to say something real quick about the rest of this this week that's coming up. Just kidding. Um, just look, <laughs> I hope... I hope <laughs> I hope you guys. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weeks. Uh, preseason is coming this week, which is really exciting because we get to see all these players that we keep talking about. Um, hopefully, get in and get some snaps, so we get a general sense of maybe what their fantasy lottery ticket is. Yep. And also, I really love you guys. You guys are the best. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. Keith, what do you got before we go? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that was that was good and uh, unexpected. <laughs> so, um, but no, it's a good time tonight. Always a good time talking to you guys. I hope that everyone that is listening enjoys it, has as much fun with this as we do. Um, I'm I'm excited for football to be back. Like you can really start to feel it now. I can kind of feel it just talking to you guys on here right now. That it is it is around the corner. Um, we're getting getting everybody together. Like draft preparations right now for fantasy or are in the works and and we're getting close we're like we're planning out like what kind of food we're gonna have for the draft party and all that kind of shit so oh, yeah. um good time is always talking to you guys and god damn it drew why do you what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys have a great week um uh, it, we're getting there we got three more divisions to roll through and then our super bowl predictions and then it is we're gonna be fucking doing picks for fucking the season uh, five week in, in five weeks so it's fucking it's fucking on i'm so excited for it thank you guys it's always so fun to talk with you two 
I love it. I look forward to it every week just to be able to talk football with you guys. And thank you to everybody who's taking the time to listen. Um, it's fun as shit to talk to these two and just fucking, you know, it's something to look forward to all week. And it's, it's awesome that we've got people listening as well. So we hope you guys, guys have a great week. We're going to be back with the AFC South this coming up later this week. And until then, have a great week. We are out. Thanks for listening to the First and 30 Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe and give us a five-star review. And share the episode with your friends. We appreciate everybody taking the time to listen. 